I'm super, super, super excited to tell you about my sponsor, Southwest Trading Company. Southwest Trading Company is a native-owned business located at 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you've never been to Southwest Trading Company, you need to go check them out. Right now, if you can, or after this podcast, or during the podcast, but either way, go check that store out. They have a lot of great items from different artists from all around, like jewelry, blankets, art, clothing, cedar boxes, indigenous home decor, car accessories, totes, and so much more. You could spend hours in this store. I'm not kidding. I went to the first time and I think I spent like maybe a couple hours maybe just looking around at everything they have. I mean, it's so unique. If you haven't yet, Southwest Trading Company also has a Facebook page. So if you have not yet, go like it and follow their page to keep up with all new items and events they have going on at the store. Once again, I'm super excited that we get to build together. The location for Southwest Trading Company is 1306 East 11th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Go check it out, everybody. Thank you. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Okie Podcast. On this episode, I have another podcast host. He's the host of the Dominic Joseph Podcast. So you already know his name, Dominic Joseph. What's going on, bro? What's, What's going, going on? on? My voice cracks. <laughs> That's the thing, man. When voice cracks, you, you got to let everyone know. I remember I was in middle school. Actually, let me just start off by saying, you know, thanks for having me um i'm from here in Tulalip, washington um you know shout out to all my family who's listening and um my one brother and one mom and my great grandma who i come from loretta james and my grandpa Count joseph um and grandma melody st Clair. gotta give a shout out my mom sheena um yeah that's the thing um but back to voice cracking man that's the thing i remember when I was in middle school one time and my voice cracked and it was embarrassing but, you know, like in middle school that everyone's is, you know, you know, everyone's like, but yeah, um, I'm glad to be here. I was really, um, I saw your guys' stuff on Instagram and I was really, I couldn't wait to, I reached out because I saw you followed. And I was like, yo, I love seeing other native podcasts. You know, it's just um, something I love to see. Um, I mean, so are you guys like a team or like, I see you guys be doing comedy and stuff. So are you the one that's also involved in comedy? Uh no, so Oki Podcast is just me. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh we do I think what you're seeing are the live shows. Live so down shows. so down here we're starting to I mean there's nothing like it here in Oklahoma yet. We're trying to be the first of it, but we're trying to put on like live podcast shows to where we we just go on stage and we pretty much it's like 50-50 of talking to each other but then having that crowd interaction you know mm-hmm. and so we're t- i'm new to it i'm new to that uh we're all new to it uh my buddy isaiah has done a few open mics so he kind of already has that like that crowd work if you will and then he's been on stage and my other friend magnez he used to be in a hip-hop band back in the 90s and so he kind of knows how to work the crowd too. So my friend Castro, uh, he does the with all due respect podcast. Met him here. Mm-hmm. That man puts in a lot of work, but he started he he started doing this live podcast stuff. And uh, I mean, he invited us to do it. Well, he invited me, and then I I brought on Toke Signals, and then my mm-hmm. Mag, the Magnez podcast. Uh, he came down from California. And so we had one in March and then we had one just last week. And so 
and it's crazy man like it's 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 so fucking cool to to be able to do that you know like with podcasting it's i I didn't know where it would lead honestly i just Mm -hmm. i just figured like you know i'd be just talking to people all the time but you know the amount of doors uh that open for you when you become like vulnerable and stuff and you put yourself out there you know it's crazy man it's crazy to what how many people are actually watching you good or bad i mean it's crazy dude it's crazy and then you start looking at it from a point of a live audience you know like when i'm recording there's no one else in here or you know unless someone else isn't like obviously a guest um so you guys have that whole new dynamic of just like a live audience like i was saying it's almost kind of like uh like comedy or improv or open mic or um and then mixed with podcasting it's so cool and also that it's from oklahoma like it's so cool to see like oklahoma and native country kind of like i mean oklahoma's always been oklahoma and native country's always been native country mm-hmm. but just like how it's kind of uprising um it's really cool i've been seeing a lot of like native artists comedians um um like movie makers, television makers um, that are like going into Oklahoma. Like, it's cool. Like, that's like the spot, you know, like um, I've actually never been, but I've actually always actually kind of wanted to go check it out. You should come down, man. You should come yeah. down and you got a, you got a place to stay if you do. So yeah, my buddy Magnez, he stays here. He crashes here. I mean, he's only here for a day, but. <laughs> I mean, he'll like fly in. We'll do the show, and then the next day he's like taken off again. But, but you know, I try to, I try to reach out to as many podcasts as I can. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, I love like, I love having other podcasters on here. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like they, sometimes they freak out because it's kind of weird for them to be in that kind of like guest role. Like, yeah. Like why? Like some of them even say like, "Why do you want to talk to me?" Like, <laughs> but it's like you know, like because we know what to do. Like we know how to hold a conversation. We know how to, we know how to work this stuff. And you know, I just, I just find like the story of how their podcast even came to be, or like the idea of it, because everybody mm-hmm. has a different like, just a a spark, you know, that maybe they they captured. And then, because it's not easy, man. It's not easy to start one. It's easy to talk mm-hmm. about it, but it's not easy to like start it because a lot goes into it. I mean, mm-hmm. you got to find a host. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta find people to bring on, or you know, like yourself. You do a lot of solo stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and that's to me that's already terrifying. But <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it someday, <laughs> dude. You should definitely do it. Um, to give you the whole rundown of how it started. I actually started doing sports. That was like the first, how I started. Um, Mm -hmm. And my, the first podcast I made was weekly take and that was in 2017. And it started from my grandpa and I would call each other and be like, who do you think is going to win this week? I don't know if you guys have football picks, like who you think is going to win on your res. Mm -hmm. But like we, we had like a big football board of like all the people who are in maintenance or uh, there's like garbage maintenance guys. And they always like, Oh, I think all these teams are going to win. And whoever gets the most wins every week, wins money so my grandpa would always be like who do you think is gonna win grandson because I kind of knew I kind of knew some sports at the time because I was in high school I didn't really do much else but watch NFL mm-hmm. so um, I created a weekly take to kind of recap what me and him talked about that week and like I was like well I think the Seahawks are gonna win because of this week or then I started talking other sports and then um, I started reaching out to other people like Hey, have you seen my show? Have you watched Weekly Take this week? I'd appreciate your feedback. And people, you know, who watch sports loved it. And then eventually started getting to the point where people are like, I don't watch sports, Dom. I'd love to support you, but I don't watch sports. And I was like, oh man, okay. So how can I, how could I either make this more accessible to the user or like the listener, or should I start a new one? And it was like 2018 and it just started with like the conversations like everyone else has on the couch, you know, yo, we should start a podcast. That'd be fun. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to make, uh, I'm going to make a new podcast. I mean, my, my buddy, Brian came on, he's my roommate at the time. And, um, he did the first two episodes with me of, of Dom Just podcast and I didn't know what to name it. So I was like, I'm just going to name it my name 
put podcast at the end and make it red because it's my favorite color. And because I thought if I didn't do that, it was just going to take forever, you know? Um, and I also listened to GRE, Joe Rogan. So I was like, oh, he has his name on it. He's doing okay. Um, and then it kind of, from DJ, from weekly take to DJP, I was trying to capture, like you said, the solo moments of the podcast. I was like, nobody has 45 minutes to listen to my sports rant, but they'll maybe have 30 seconds to listen to this take, you know? And um, then it transitioned to like guests. And then now it's like speaking roles or in being invited on. Um, and then I started taking the deeper look on the editing side how could I get my foot in the door in the editing industry or like showbiz or podcast, you know, cause they're taking off, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, there's so many of them. It's really saturated. And I don't think that should stop anybody from making one because, you know, everybody does everything, you know? So you can't be like, Oh, there's already a lot of podcasts, you know, but you're, you, you know, that's what I always say. So but back to what I was saying is I got into the, one of my favorite YouTubers, um, Maddox was his name or is his name and um, he was really funny and I saw he started a podcast and I was like hey um, I just started one I'd love to edit for you for free I did like the Gary V thing I don't know if you heard of Gary V hmm. uh, um, so I reached out said I'd like to edit for you for free for a bit learn some things and started editing for more people um, because people were starting podcasts and they didn't know how to edit but I did so I was like I can get my foot in the door somehow by doing this. And then now, um, yeah, now I'm, it's, it's blossomed into what it is. But now I'm actually two days behind of recording. I try to get one every week and six to seven clips a week. Mm -hmm. But um, like I was telling you, I was out on the water with my cousins. So I'm a two days behind. And I try to stay on top of it, but you know, I made an exception this week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you talk about editing you're you're editing their videos and audio or just audio mostly they would um curate it themselves and i would find the best parts with the laughs and edit it and like end it with a laugh make a good thumbnail add subtitles and then add like on um, like a little timer bar at the bottom mm -hmm. so like more things the listener can look at because like an average attention span is like three seconds I think now yeah so it's like you got to have something playing or music or something and that's what I kind of learned from them but I also brought that to the table to them too so um it was just like a lot of it was just quantity I feel like at that point that's like how many clips I was creating for these guys and um I soon I quickly noticed uh I wasn't getting compensated as much as I probably should mm -hmm. and I was already comfortable enough with making the content I do now with mine so why should I do it for free for someone else so I should gamble on myself that's what I said and um I think it paid off you know DJP is doing pretty good as of now and um it's it's fun and that's the most important thing you know um and it's it's going to give me an outlook to help other natives in media you know um especially the youth in general you know true yeah I mean like this, this doing a podcast man it's fun you know mm -hmm. like once it starts feeling like oh fuck i gotta do another fucking pod like you know just like how you would feel at a, a job you don't like mm -hmm. you know then it's like i don't know get out of it i guess because then you're just what do you like what's the point you're just kind of doing it just to do it i guess but like i just had a podcast like right before we started this one mm -hmm. you know so um but I love it, man. Like it, it, it's, it's fun. It's like good medicine. It's, it's just getting to know people. It's, it's receiving knowledge that you didn't even know you would get like today or tomorrow, yesterday or whatever, you know, whenever you talk to somebody and I've been listening to years, you know, I'm like, I'm far behind. I try to start at the first part, like when people start, because I like to see the progression that they make. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like to see, because, like, the people, I had a, I think it was Fallen Hour on last October, and I told them that, and they were like, oh, God, just skip to the, to the newer episodes. <laughs> That's <laughs> I was like, what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but I mean, like, you know, I enjoy podcasts, you know, I enjoy the, the conversations, you know, it, it's a, it's a true art, I believe. Uh, it's to some people, it just sounds like we're just talking, but you know, to hold a conversation, to think of the next thing to say without really stressing yourself out or, and then just asking a question, you know, whatever you want to know. I mean, it's like, there's a, it's a dance, you know, it's a certain dance. So, um, and, um, but you, I think I'm like episode 12, maybe on yours. Dang, you're, yeah. you're a warrior, man. You're, yeah. you're tough and through it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some episodes back then. Um, I was really preachy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm still pretty preachy, I, I would say, but I mean, in the new ones, newer, newer ones, for sure. I feel like it's more like I have a plan. I know what I'm going to talk about, but even in those, I had talking points every episode. I can go back to episode one and probably, you know, say what their talking points were. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, I've actually gone back to episode, I think it was episode one, a couple months ago or a month ago. And it's cool to see, you're right. It is really cool to see the improvement from one to, I think I'm at 117 now. Yeah, I think it's 117. That's what I'm prepping for. And what a cool experience, you know, to look back. And I'm sure even with you, yours, you know, I haven't gone to your first one, uh, but I listened to your, like your more, probably your recent five ones. I think I had them on when I was holding. And um, what was it about? But it had to be dying, whatever it was. Um, but I, I also enjoy them. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a cool thing to have going. And I think what you're doing with the live audiences or like doing those live, I've thought about doing that, but I just haven't gotten the opportunity or, or done it before. Um, that's really cool. And I think that's a really cool thing. Like if you have an audience and people like your podcast, you should be able to go into like a, like a, like a theater or like a club or wherever, because, mm-hmm. um, you know, back then, um, you had to have a studio, a network to everything to do all that kind of stuff. Now all you need is internet, the mic and a computer. You can have your full own show and to go viral off one clip all of a sudden, like, uh, like 420 dog face on, uh, on TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Now he's on Res Dogs, like, you know, and that's like the crazy thing about the era we're in now. You know, it's really cool. Yeah, you don't you don't have to go to Hollywood to get famous. You could mm-hmm. just, you could just be on a Res and go viral. Um, like that other kid. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that one where he's dancing in the mirror to that Nelly Furtado song. Yes, that um, dude blew yeah, up big time. Like yeah. everybody, like. Um, to the point where we're even talking about him. Like there's some people mm-hmm. like that are like millions of followers. I've never even heard of, but that guy, you know, I mean, obviously we're a native country and native TikTok and, or Instagram and stuff, but still like even outside of native country, he broke that bubble of like big time viral, you know? Yeah. And he got his own, uh, filter, I guess. Oh, is that what he, yeah. So I think he was on Ellen too. And all those for, shows. What? For real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was on like all the, those shows and stuff too whoa yeah i haven't seen that but i seen like where just stars of tiktok stars of tiktok and like actors you know people out there they were using he had a it's a filter where i think it's like the first of it's him dancing and then it slowly transitions into into you and the man dancing and i was like what what you know i mean and it's just like some of the stuff like just there doesn't have to be a lot of thought mm-hmm. just, you just feel something you do it like with dog face right like he was just skateboarding and drinking cranberry juice mm-hmm. chilling during the pandemic and dude went viral got Big crazy time. sponsorship from cranberry juice and i mean like yep but before that i guess he was like posting like five times a day ten times a day mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. And then that one hit. Yeah. Some of them hit. It's like hitting that slot. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. sometimes you bet on 80 cents. Sometimes you bet five. And then all of a sudden the five hits the jackpot. And then now like 420, he's on Res Dogs. He's got his own place. Cranberry sponsorship. Um, 
I think it's it's exciting. And like that's why I try to like just post so much on TikTok, like probably three times a day. Mm-hmm. But then it's like I actually was in my class last night and I I thought about this asking you this because I know you're in podcasting and clips and stuff. And there's there's a lot of influencers now who are actually mad at TikTok and they're mad at TikTok because TikTok has made this pressure for content creators to post nonstop. And mm-hmm. a lot of the, like these musicians are not okay with it because they say um, it kind of takes away the creativity if you like make someone do it. Like in their argument was like, you know, when you rush an artist for an album and then the album isn't what you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying they're doing with this content. So what do you think about like the pressure TikTok has kind of brought to the new era? I mean, I think it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't worn me out yet, but I think it has a possibility. What What are your thoughts? I never thought of that, you know, but, but I mean, you do bring up a good point because what I hear about, you have to post five to 10 times a day. There are certain times where you have to post. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, and then you have to hit that algorithm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I think it's okay if you're up for it, you mm-hmm. know, um, if it's what you do, if you're an entertainer, you know, and, and you're, and you're taking advantage of that TikTok app, like, mm-hmm. because I mean, you have to stay relevant. You have to, you know, like if you blew up on TikTok, and you're mainly staying on TikTok, you're not really branching out to anything else, Mm -hmm. then I feel like you more than likely need to do that on TikTok all the time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if you're smart enough, you know, and this goes back to dog face, take advantage of these people that like Cranberry, like Ocean Spray, you know, Mm -hmm. that got millions of hits and it made millions of people buy Ocean Spray. So what do they do? They hit them up. And I mean, dude's been making moves ever since that video. He just hasn't been doing TikTok. You know, he's been like in the studio with Snoop Dogg. Um, he's been doing like, uh, he's been like hosting concerts and stuff too. Damn. And I mean, and I mean, yeah, dude, he's been like doing all kinds of stuff besides TikTok. But if you're, I think if you're solely doing TikTok and you're up for it, because we all know TikToks, there's going to be something else that comes out another app and because that's how vine was right vine was the video thing and then and then it died out or got bought out or something or whatever and then and then tiktok came along and i say it now you know i should have took advantage of that um i should have done some crazy stuff i should have done like these i had an idea to do like short films every day Mm -hmm. but i just like I never did it, but I mean, now, you know, it's so popular and there's so many people on it that I think it kind of makes it harder too, you know, because you don't have to, you don't have to be some megastar to get famous. You know, you just have to go viral on it. And I think it's like turning into like the flavor of the week, mm-hmm. you know, like there's, there's times where there'll be a popular sound a popular video people are making what's it called um a duet duet and there's another thing for it there's another thing that they do too um stitch stitch yeah they stitch it or something and then it's just kind of like like you said with the attention span you know it's it's there one week and then it's gone or it's there for Mm -hmm. two weeks and then people have moved moved on to something else but i mean with the way things are going now, you know, these apps, there's really no gatekeeper anymore either. You know, you don't have to, everybody's a, everybody, it seems like everybody's like independent an independent artist, you know, like, like I think of it as music. Like you, like we go back to music, like musicians, they, they had to sign a contract. They had to be signed to a record label. They had to get funding and they had to create an album in a certain time and there was delays and they had to wait on this and that. I mean, all kind of stuff goes into it, but now, you know, like things are so easier to do. Like you can just make an album in 
push it out yourself. I mean, you could put it on YouTube. You can put it on SoundCloud if you want. I mean, like us, like with podcasters, like we're not signed to anybody. We can do what we want. We can talk about what we want. We can bring on who we want. But I think that I think it's us against like radio DJs, I think like talk shows, like morning talk shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we're kind of like because they're they got to work for the radio station or whatever. They don't really get to do what they want rather than us. Like we get to do what we want. And I mean, yeah, but these apps, technology, it's, I just wonder what's going to happen next. You know, we talk about attention spans being three seconds long. When's it going to be one second long? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, like, it just, I don't know, man. It just, it just, uh, I think your questions, I think it's okay if the person's up to it, but you know, a lot, a lot goes into it. That's the way I see it. I mean, I just, I think about that too, you know, and mm-hmm. me, I, I do other stuff too. So the only thing I really run is our uh, unsolved mysteries of the reservation TikTok. And that one, that one's doing good. It's got about almost 4,000 followers, mm-hmm. but, but my own. That? So that's another podcast I started with Tyler Randall and Chris Hill. Mm-hmm. Or we talk about native cryptids like Bigfoot, Deer Woman, um, mm-hmm. the the little dudes, Goatman, Haunted Dolls. Dang. Yeah. I gotta listen to that, man. So if you go to if you like go to Spotify and just or Apple Music, wherever, type in Skoden Cinema. It's okay. under his I'm umbrella. It's under his umbrella. And we got about four episode episodes out, and then we got a YouTube channel too, and our TikTok. But let's go to cinema. Okay, got it. But yeah, that one like on, I I was trying to keep up with it on TikTok, but um, I, it's a lot of like screen recording and then trying to, well, I was trying to edit it down, but now you can add ten minute videos. Oh, that's see. Nice. So TikTok's like constantly changing too. So I gotta it's. I just have to keep up with the times. <laughs> are you a are you a host or your editor or a producer or like what what are you involved with in that? You might have already said it. Uh, on Unsolved, uh, yeah. host. I'm a okay. host, and then I guess like social media social media handle for TikTok, um, mm-hmm. and then the stuff we post on YouTube, I just screen record and I chop it up, or I take mm-hmm. a good I take whatever good story I think is good enough to put on um tiktok like what what people will find interesting like chris told a deer woman story mm-hmm. and i got like thirty thousand views Damn. yeah within like a couple of days and i was like whoa so but i mean you gotta also like learn you gotta know like what hashtags to use i just now yeah. recently i just now recently learned you're only supposed to use three yep that's what i've yeah. i just learned that too yeah i learned that like a couple weeks ago i think you're supposed to use three that only is the right word pertain to what what it is you're posting so for me it'd be like cryptid dear woman and then i just put native tiktok yeah that's the best one dude hashtag native tiktok is what's made most of mine take off like what i always do sorry to interrupt you i always go um i go Say it's like, say it's just a clip of me talking some random whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I put my, I put Dom Driscoll's podcast on there because it's like the fans who know me or the fans who've liked me. And then I put native TikTok because I'm native. It looks native. Topic is about natives. And then whatever that topic is that I'm talking about. So say I'm <laughs> on a rant about what my favorite color is and why and what correlation, you know, you know how my clips go. That it's just some random. Yeah. Just, and, then, <laughs> and then, um, then that's what I use. Um, but if you guys ever need a guest on that, let me know because I got some stories about out here. What, you know, we have um, stick Indians out here. I don't even like saying it, man. And uh, Steve Tots out here. Okay. I'm in I'm in Seattle. I'm 30 mm-hmm. minutes away from my res. Like, um, I don't have a place out in my res. I did. I lived out there when I was a little, for sure, all the time. I grew up out there. But then um, I go to UW now. So it's like the school that's off the res. And, um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stories 
So if you guys ever need a storyteller, I'll come in for five minutes, tell a story if you need or anything, man. That's crazy. It it gives me chills even talking about it, you know? Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It gets, uh, it gets pretty crazy talking about that stuff because the, I think the second episode we did, Mm -hmm. we talked a lot about, uh, dear woman it's daytime so i could say it but yeah nighttime i say dw mm-hmm. but uh but we 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 record like around 12 o'clock or one in the afternoon yeah oh, okay okay like, that's yeah. in the afternoon yeah in the afternoon yeah okay yeah. good okay yeah. forget that nice stuff <laughs> yeah no but we record in the afternoon and and after that one i mean i smudge before and after yeah. Because I, I know, like, even speaking, like, their names out and stuff like that, you know, you could you can call them or you can create something out of it, you know. And and then when they when we did that episode, some crazy stuff started happening to them. Damn. And but they didn't really they didn't say anything until we did our next episode. And so we really smudged off before and after we did the episode. And so, but I mean, I, I smudge daily. I like, mm-hmm. I try to, at least I, you know, because I go to a lot of places too. And I try to get that little cleanse, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know who's around or, or like who has negative thoughts or whatever. So I just try to do my best to get that away from me. Oh yeah. I mean, it's the best thing you can do in terms of defending something like that or you know, mm-hmm. protecting yourself. Um, yeah, I, I mean, same thing out here. We try not to talk about it at night, too. It's a big thing. The whole whistle at night, of course. And then also, um, my grandpa told me, too, we have, I mean, over on our waters, in our in our bay, um, mm. you're not supposed to actually go in the water after a certain time, after like a burial or uh, like a ceremony. Because um, I remember sometimes I go in our water and just like, it like cleanses me, you know, it's what we kind of do sometimes. And, um, they sometimes will say, go take a dip in the water. It'll help you out. And but if you go after a certain time, it's not good. So like, that's something out here that some people will say, Hey, you know, um, maybe it could just be my family, immediate family that does that. Um, I can't speak for all toilets, but, um, I can definitely speak for myself that, um, something I, even when I talk about it, like I was just telling you goosebumps and I know, um, I saw the picture. I should just say G GM, you know, the goat guy, I'm not gonna say the full thing. Um, that's, I just saw a picture and I thought it was like a East coast. Is it, is it just uh, Maryland area? Right. So I hear also in Oklahoma. I heard like up North and East Eastern part up North too. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I was up there and, I was thinking about that stuff. I had the smudge and felt better right after that, you know. Oh man. Anyway, on a lighter note, but yeah, that's what made me nuts. think. What made me think of that? Have you seen that movie Lamb? No, I haven't. What's so, it about? So it's it was made like a couple of years ago, but this couple they live like way out. I forgot where they're from, but I guess I guess these stories are known around there. That's what I was reading in the comment section of where, where I was watching this, uh, <laughs> this like bootleg, but um, it's way out somewhere. And the, this couple, they find this like hybrid half lamb, half human uh, baby, and they don't know where it came from. And so as the story goes on, you, they, you learn about what happened to them and why they're keeping it. And they're it's 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 fucked up in a way because they're keeping that baby away from the actual mother, mm. which was the sheep that had it. And I don't know. I if you want me to ruin it for you, I can. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just watched like a a spoiler thing because I, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't I heard it was like more of a short film than a long film. Mm. And so that's that was mainly everybody's gripe. But anyways. So they find this baby, and then, like, during the movie, that couple lost a baby. And so finding this one, you know, it kind of made that pain go away. But then the actual, like, sheep that had the baby, you know, it takes the baby one night, 
and then the mom is like furious the human mom she's like furious and so she's trying to protect the baby and stuff but i mean the sheep didn't even do anything he just wanted to see its baby mm-hmm. and so the mom ends up you know killing the sheep the sheep mm-hmm. and not telling anybody you know what happened and then years go by this this little hybrid you know it it starts growing up and and then at the end you see like what how this was possible it's a it's a freaking hybrid goat man oh my god it looks it looks wicked dude like they're in this they're out in the middle of nowhere the the dad and then the the little sheep hybrid i I guess they're walking back from somewhere and all of a sudden like you hear this gunshot go off and then the next the next uh scene is it's a close-up of this like goat man holding a gun and um yeah and it's like it looks crazy like it, it it looks legit like real and then it zooms out and it's like it's like a man standing upright with like he's like hairy like a goat and he's got like horns and it's 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 crazy man and then he kills that dad you know because they killed yeah. they killed his uh woman the sheep mm-hmm. you know so and so he's out for revenge he's been watching this entire time and then he he takes a little hybrid girl and then they walk off they walk off and and then the mom comes and finds him dead her husband dead and and that's like mainly it but but i mean like just seeing that like hybrid goat man thing like it was i was like what the fuck like like it looked looked crazy man like if you just if i think if you just type in lamb Mm -hmm. and then like ending you'll probably see like the picture of that hybrid i don't even know if i want to see a picture (laughs) (laughs) i i mean he got yeah I, I saw a picture on google when i looked it up like probably the same one everyone's seen mm-hmm. in my told my told my buddies who aren't native the story and they just love talking the story and um actually to be honest with you they're the ones who told me about it and um i told them i was like dude i don't want to talk about this no more because they started getting all into it like mm-hmm. invested in they're like did you know about this not like in a weird way where they're like oh you're native you know but like, oh, like I heard it's native, and I'm like, and I started talking about it to my cousins. They're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not messing around with that dude. Like, it's uh, it's some crazy stuff, and I think that's a powerful thing about stories and what they're able to do. Like, if I'm able to get a goosebump off a story, then I know it's like legit. Like, if someone says, "Yo, like, um, something was in the house yesterday, and I felt it," and like they tell me that, I could feel that just through that story. Mm-hmm. and i'm not trying to say like i'm spiritual or i'm like a medium or nothing but you know if that's happening then i I just know it's legit or I, at least i'm falling for it or whatever and it's uh powerful stuff man yeah it just gives you the creeps yeah i think yeah. that's a good yeah it's like oh let's uh let's watch spongebob man i'm gonna get my mind <laughs> off <laughs> you know I'm, I'm the king at that i'm the king at being like let's just watch some regular show you know and go to sleep and you know i can't go to sleep after watch a scary movie it's just something i don't do i don't know about you i i, I need like a commercial or something <laughs> funny end it funny blooper scene anything god wow. that's what it is I mean, I mean, there's like so many like crazy things around the world. Um, have you seen that giant sinkhole they found in China? Oh man, no. What? How big is it? And what does it swallow someone yet or something? No. So they found this like a couple weeks ago, but they just released it like a few days ago to where mm-hmm. it's like a hundred and thirty-six foot deep sinkhole, like in China, like out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It, it's not like it just happened like recently it's been there and there's uh there's an undiscovered forest in there what and there's trees that are 135 feet tall Dude. yeah it's like that's one of those things it's like do you even do we even want to go check it out like at that point it's like let the thing whatever is down there be down there like 
I thought about that with um, the sea. I think about that with the sea sometimes. Like after a certain point of the sea, I'm about to just be like, y'all, y'all could hang out down there. If there's Atlantis down there, if there's aliens down there, if there's like a flash drive with a million Bitcoins on there, it could stay down there. I'm not going to get it because <laughs> like, I just think like the ocean's freaky, man. Yeah. Like deep. Like we were, me and my cousins were setting pots and, um 180 feet um like you know down deep is how in our gps is set and then we were like damn 180 feet that's deep and i don't even know how big 100 like in terms of a building that is mm-hmm. but like i couldn't imagine going all the way down or what is down there like i always think the uh the angler fish from nemo is right by my feet every time i think <laughs> when i'm in the water but um there's whales in our water so most whales are kind of like you know they're not we're our boats and us i would i would say that aren't really worth their time they're kind of like we're doing our own thing but still what if they're having a bad day it's like man i'm gonna go bite this guy's leg you know who knows <laughs> are they the are they the like the blue whales or like the orcas? killer whales or, they, yeah oh yeah so it's like they could be having a bad day you know so and um because that's our that's our tribe's logo so like mm-hmm. you know we were like well that's what we you know coast salish people and um i mean i like to think they'd be like oh he's still LP cool but i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> so yeah that's 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 what's crazy man the, the waters are deep if, if somebody came up to you and said hey we'll bring you down to the sinkhole would you do it Man, it's like half and half, bro, because mm-hmm. I'm curious enough to do it, but then I'm lucky enough to be the last one alive mm-hmm. <laughs> and like possibly dying at the end, watching everybody else die of whatever's down there. Like some giant monster just awakens and just starts taking people out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Like I'm always fascinated, interested in. And discover not discovering but like exploring stuff like that like mm-hmm. like the ocean too mm-hmm. you know i know the ocean is what we've only we've only discovered like what 20 percent of it or something like that yeah not even that yeah. probably five percent yeah it's something like really small that we've like only discovered in the ocean and maybe maybe there's a reason why you know mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if you've seen uh underwater have you seen that movie no no, what's it about? So that one's uh with Kristen Stewart and they're they're mining down there or they're drilling for oil down there, I mean, and it's deep. It's deep as fuck. And um I don't I forget how deep they are, but it's like one of the deepest like parts you can mine or drill oil in. Anyways, they hit this one part and it's like a portal and it opens uh it opens up for Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. the giant creature the giant demon or whatever and and they, they awaken him and they bring him into this realm and so it's it's crazy dude it's it, it kind of reminded me of like aliens at first because it was like mm-hmm. little little like look like little sea creatures with like, like humanoids but damn it's, it's way more than that and like you just see this giant like giant like cthulhu because people That's are like insane. People was like, is that like a, a kaiju, you know, like Godzilla or something? And the director finally said, no, it's Cthulhu. And mm. and so it's cool, man. Like, it's it's cool, though, because like towards the end, like at the credits, there's like all these like special like like they planned it. They planned for that group to go down there and do that. Mm-hmm. And they knew they're going to do that. So they're just guinea pigs that got sent down there. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I'm not picking the shortest stick. I know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, nah, man. I, I quit. <laughs> oh, man. If someone said that, like, I'm the kind of the same way with space, to be honest with you. Like, um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe the moon, I would say. That's as far as I'll go. Like, but even then, I'm kind of like, I'm cool here, man. I've even I've even seen every state here yet. You know, like I I haven't even been out of the country other than Canada yet. Um, 
I got things to check out here. And I don't know, like if somebody said, do you want to go to Mars? I just feel like if I'm out on Mars, like in, on the way there, I can't stop at 7-Eleven real quick or I can't, you know, at least ask for a beverage. I feel like it's like you're in space, bro. You're not getting back unless we're bringing you back. So it's like, I don't know. Would you go to Mars? Or that's, like, an, that's anxiety, dude. That's like, yeah. I mean, that's like, that, <laughs> you're just, right. just thinking about the, the fucking flight there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're flying pretty fast, but it's still taking a very long time to get there. Mm-hmm. And oh man, it just seems so endless because it's space. Like you don't even, like you're right. You don't even have like anything to look at. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just like nothing and you're kind of just in your shuttle floating around pooping wherever you got to poop yeah I mean, it just sounds like a horrible time so if there's a if there's a way to get there in like a day then i'd be like yeah let's go but mm-hmm. if it's like if it's like a year to get there i'm like nah I think <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah dude a whole year um god i keep i have like a i bump my head and I keep feeling like I have a piece of plastic in this hat. Um, God. Um, I mean, after like a five and a half hour flight, I'm still kind of like, damn, like, what do I do? Like, like I got to watch two movies to get through this. Like, one is a lot, you know, like two movies. Like, if you ever watch two movies back to back on a plane, you're like, all right, I'm going to watch this first one. And then you're like, after that one's done, you're like, I'm halfway there. And then you're looking for a movie that's like two and a half hours because your flight's like two hours, 40 minutes. And, you know, you want it to end right at the time you're descending. See, I'm overthinking. This is what I do all the time. And um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. And then someone wakes you up when you're not trying to, I'd rather drive somewhere, but then also flying is easier because it's like you get there faster, you know? Um, yeah, I, I guess that's my thought on travel. I know you didn't ask, but. Well, you're, um, you make a good point. If, it, you know, if I, if I can get to Mars, um, while watching Goodfellas, then yes. yeah, 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 and like two and a half hours, and for sure, like let's go. Mm-hmm. But then you know you gotta you gotta come back, and that's another two and a half hours. Like, <laughs> God, you know, imagine like just a bus of people that would be going to Mars. Like they're like, all right, we're sending two hundred people to Mars, and we're gonna test it out. And if not, you guys will be the first ones to set. Like, here's another thing. I don't know if I want to be part of the first 200 people to start a civilization. Like if someone asked me like, yo, we're going to start a new civilization in Oregon down the state, only 200 of us going to go, no rules. We have to make them all dude. It would be chaos. Mm -hmm. Like, and, um, I mean, I guess it would be cool, like no rules or whatever, but then that would get dangerous real quick, you know? There's no laws right away. I mean, yeah, you vote, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it would be like an ancient civilization in Mars, like, with the knowledge we know now. Like, actually, I don't know. Maybe it could be good. I don't know. See? I don't know. <laughs> this is the stuff I think about <laughs> all the time. Would you hear that company's making a, they're making a space hotel? Do you hear about that? No. Who is, what's, their, what's the company name? Is it like Elon Musk or something? I forgot the company name, but they plan to have like a space hotel by 2025 or six. That's I think not even far. It's not I even think. that long. Yeah. So it, it, it's going to look like a, basically like a, an enterprise, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be floating around up there and you can book your room up there and have like a legit view of earth or whatever. That's insane. That's that's crazy. That's, that's a little too much for me. Is your phone going to be able to work up there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I look at that. That's my worst. Like, the least of my worries. The most of my worries is, is my phone going to work in space? God dang. Probably um, not. Like, there's no selfies or nothing. Like, I feel like that would be insane. Like, I mean, how would you prove? I mean, there's got to be some footage. Yeah, there's footage. But I feel like uh, a space hotel would be nuts, and like if, and I feel like it's going to be a lot of rich people going, you know. Yeah. Imagine know, work there. there. Oh yeah, you could work there. Be like, yeah, I'll apply. 
<laughs> Bro, if someone's paying me $18 an hour to staff the the towels in the space hotels, I'd be like, I want at least $40 an hour up here, man. Like, dude, that'd be insane. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so what's what's the next for you? What's like, what's your next big pod goal or pod guest? Like, or who's your favorite uh, guest been so far? Man, I think like, I like scary stuff. So I did a lot mm-hmm. of, uh, for Halloween, I did my own scary podcast thing. I tried to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, probably like most interesting one. And one that just, man, it gave me, it gave me the creeps. Uh, okay. So I had, I don't know if you're familiar with Fallen Hour. Mm-mm. They're a native paranormal podcast. And they also do like ghost hunts too. Dang. But it was stupid of me, man. It was so stupid of me. Because, <laughs> so that fall I was commentating for our, our uh, high school football team. Oh, that's dope. And, and then we just had a game in Chelsea, Oklahoma. So I went there, we got done around 10. I drove back. I got here around 1230 and, mm-hmm. and I needed content because somebody backed out. And so I tried to push up those guys a uh, fallen hour and they mm-hmm. agreed. And they said, the only time we could do it is like Thursday, like at night. And I was like, oh, man, I was like, Damn. I was like, man, if we could do it like midnight or 11, when I get back, then for sure, let's do it. And so my dumbass turned off all the lights and I got home. I logged oh. in and we started talking about scary stuff. Oh, dude, I tell you, man, like we got maybe 30 minutes in and they started hearing stuff over here. I was hearing stuff over there. I was hearing knocking over there where they're at. Their their camera kept like shaking like it was shaking. like somebody was like shaking it but they weren't seeing it i was seeing it from my end Mm -hmm. and what what set us off was um well the camera thing and then i heard like this little yell or something when uh, marcus was talking he was talking i heard like this like faint yell it wasn't a scream it was like a ah like and it sounded like Mm -hmm. a little like a little girl or something and then he heard, like, he heard it and he turned around and I said, what was that? And he said, I don't know. And then he was like, and then his brother was like, he's like, as soon as that happened, he's like, I heard a growl where you're at. And I was like, no, I was like, are you kidding me? And he was like, there's like a growl or something like oh, right man. by you or something. And I was like, oh my God. So we kind of just sat there and collected ourselves and then. We just started going again and then the camera started shaking and so i stopped him and i said hey are you, are you guys like tapping your foot you know on the mm-hmm. ground and it's making the camera shake and he said we're not even moving and the camera's like on the table stable and i was like what like it just didn't make sense and then and there's like random like little knocks on their wall and stuff and mm-hmm. that was pretty scary man like that was probably my favorite one though because dang it gave me such an adrenaline rush Mm-hmm. after that i smudged this place down to the floor <laughs> and i got the best sleep ever <laughs> hey man it cleanses that sleep uh, air too <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you gotta uh i was told you gotta clean out them dream catchers a lot of people think uh you can get away with just having your dream catcher up but you gotta clean them out like this one right here mm-hmm. you know like one two three four five six seven eight now that's eight days of sleep it will catch. You know, that's what my mom told me. Um, so I've been trying to get better at it. Um, but man, sometimes, man, smudging, man, it helps sleep. Knocks yeah. me out sometimes. You know, I think it's the sense of uh, you sleep better with it. And also my my cedar masks we have, they're like masks of um, like the moon and stuff, carving. Mm-hmm. Um, I brought, I finally moved all my stuff in from my old place. And um I sleep better with those here. It's like protecting protectors. And um, yeah, it's just good medicine. You know, that's, it, it goes a long way. Um, I think um, my favorite podcast 
man, I just had my cousin on and she, she was great. Um, my girlfriend's episode was pretty cool too. That was a while back. Um, I say that too. And those are like the only two girls I've ever had on the show. Cause not a lot of like girls have asked to be on the show. And, um, that's how I kind of do it. Like if a dude asks, Hey, I want to be on, then I'll say yes. Like, I don't mind who wants to be on, you know? Um, but, um, Mike Bone was pretty cool to have on as well. They're cool guys. I got to meet them and um, they came out to play up and did a speech. But um, I just love it, man. Anyone who comes on like this, this episode, like of us talking right here on yours, like I'm going to be able to go back anytime and listen to it. Like, that's just cool. You know, that's like, it's a special thing, I think, to have on podcasts, like a conversation you had with someone, you know? You, so they were kind of got up, but so you said when you first started, it was a sports podcast. Yep. It was a sports one. And then, then it transitioned. I just made a whole new one mm-hmm. in, into DJP and which, which, what okay. it is now. Yeah. So it started with that and then transitioned to DJP. And I, I, for a brief second, I was like, do I keep it Dom Joseph podcast? And I was like, yeah, why not? It's my name, it's my favorite color. And I added a blue to it recently. And the new logo with like a navy blue because it like pop, like see how this blue like kind of pops out the red. I like mm-hmm. how it pops the red out, you know. Um, instead of like a white or gray or black, I decided to go with like a blue, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, looks good. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> talk about uh, <laughs> fantasy football. Oh, dude, I'm a huge fantasy football fan. Ooh. I actually I went. Uh, Two and fourteen this last year, though I won our very first year of the league, and I was like, "I'm I'm so good." I mean, I had the trophy, got the winnings, and that, man, I've been a perennial playoff team. So I would go to the playoffs and just lose or consolation brackets. Oh man, I love. I'm a huge football fan. I'm actually a a Ravens fan that lives in Seattle, but I also cheer for Seattle. Um, a lot of people here, like, if you don't cheer for Seattle, you just hate them. I'm not like that. I, I still go to the Seattle game. Or, um, what about you? Who do you cheer for? Are you a college guy? Some people are college guys. Uh, college is okay. Mm-hmm. I like I like it. I like college because you don't really know, like, who's going to blow up or anything. And it's just kind of like there's stars every year. Mm-hmm. But I do like NFL now. Like, I, I liked NFL, but. I'm more in the NFL now because I, I do fantasy football mm-hmm. and it makes it more interesting. It makes it more entertaining because if you have a guy on your team and you watch them, then mm-hmm. it's like, get him the fucking ball. Or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or if you got yeah, a defense <laughs> or if you got a defense and they're not doing good and they're getting scored on, then you're getting negative points. And I mean, I don't know. Fantasy football makes it funner. Like I think. I think you're right, 100%. Like, you don't even care about the Tennessee Titans, but now you're cheering for Derrick Henry to score a touchdown or yes. not for him not to. You're like, oh, don't hand it off to him. Yep. God, you know, like, <laughs> oh my God. I get so, it gets bad, bro. Like, it's, I was watching, I was up like 40 points one time. And I think my buddy had like Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, there's no way they're going to get 64 points. CD Lamb had three touchdowns, 180 yards. Mark Cooper had another touchdown and like hella reception yards. And I lost. And I was like, oh my God. I was just so mad. Like, like bad, mad. Like, and I remember I got mad for like 10 minutes. I was like, I, I can't get this mad at like a football game. Like I played football, (laughs) but like you could get mad when it's like you, but it's like, I'm getting mad at like some guy who didn't score. Like it was just, it was just funny. Because I had Zeke, and I was like, oh, he'll at least get me a couple points. And he got me, like, two. I was like, how do you get two points as a professional? Like, I start getting all bitter. It's so funny. Oh, my God. I had – um, I was in the championship mm-hmm. in one of our leagues, and I had Antonio Brown, and oh. I played him when he walked out. Oh, I was so mad. I was like, what the? I was like, what are you doing? I was like, score a touchdown at least. <laughs> you know, you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't just get a couple more catches. And I lost, <laughs> I lost that championship because of him. Because he walked out on the Jets game? Yeah, I, yeah, because I was oh. ahead. And I was, a, I was only ahead by like 
20 points mm-hmm. and I had Antonio Brown playing and then I had I think I had Calvin Ridley playing so Calvin Ridley oh. didn't do oh no did he no wait did he walk out after the season like halfway through the season he said he had mental health issues or something I think something about that and he like stopped playing or he got hurt or something no it wasn't him it was Russell Gage oh. so I had so I had Russell Gage in and I also had uh, their tight end, the Falcons tight end, um, Kyle Pitts. Oh yeah, he's, he he did good. Yeah, he did he did fairly well throughout the season, ups and downs, mm-hmm. but he did good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had Russell Gage in there, and I had Antonio Brown, and I was up by twenty. Russell Gage didn't do anything. Antonio Brown walked out, and then I lost by oh, like no. five points. Five points. I was like, oh. Oh, I gotta, God. I gotta give you, I gotta give you a story here. Um, my buddy, shout out to Brock. He was in fantasy playoffs at semifinals. He was up, no, he was down three points, mm-hmm. and this was the year Cam Newton was on the Panthers. So this was like four or five years ago, or I don't remember what team he's on. Maybe I think it was on New England, and all he needed was three points, and Cam Newton came. With 1.9. All he needed was three points to go to the finals, and he couldn't eat a quarterback, couldn't even get him three points. So we call him Killer Cam from now on <laughs> because he just killed Rock season. Oh my God, it was so funny. Oh, dude, it was ridiculous. I, I, was, I still laugh about it. Like, look, I'm still talking about it. Um, I won the fantasy championship the first year, I won it by like 0. 0.8. 0. 0.8. And that was nuts. And uh, I'm not a Boston fan, by the way. I just red hat. I just thought I'd point that out. I don't want people to think I'm a Boston fan, but that's why I wear it backwards. Uh, I got the the Willie Jack look going, the oh. red hat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to get a Urban Native hat. But um, yeah, man, that's that's me. That's yeah, I mean, I this is awesome. Like, I love getting invited onto the pods. I should have told you that before we started. Um, yeah. So what? So what else is? I, I know I asked like, what else is on the upcoming? Do you have any live shows that you're going to be like promoting or going to be doing live or anything on Facebook or anything I could check out? Uh, not yet. Our next mm-hmm. live show is kind of being determined right now. Uh, just more podcasts coming out um we do some live shows for a spooky one but that's kind of still undetermined too mm-hmm. so kind of it's just kind of like as it goes on you know like i do film for a rat strap battle league mm-hmm. that's coming out next month or we're doing another event next month and and just try to stay open to whatever mm-hmm. comes my way i mean out of nowhere people ask me to do stuff and it's like yeah let's do it so um yeah man i also work for a native radio station here in seattle so if you ever have any music or have any friends or cousins that are native and trying to get their music out there um send it my way because i could i can help get them onto a native radio station um okay and then same with you like if you guys ever need like um we're looking for podcasts like in the future so like if you need like if we can even have like a scary hour or something um to incorporate, I mean, I mean, more than happy. Or if you're ever up here in Washington State, hit me up anytime. You know, so yeah. Um, um, if you, yeah, if if we're ever doing a live show and you want to maybe come down or something, and yeah, get on there, get on a live show with us. Let me know, and then we'll we'll put you on the on stage with us, dude. I'd any, love to have I'll, that. I'd love to have that happen. This summer, anytime. Ooh. You guys need an open seat. Hit me up. Cool. All right. I'll let you know our next show and then hopefully we can make it happen. So all right, man. But yeah, bro. Um, I gotta ask you something after the podcast. Yeah. But oh yeah. But um let everybody know where to follow you. Uh we'll have to do this again, man. I had fun talking with yes. you. Uh I know we we just gotta talk about whatever, but I mean that's <laughs> that's what I love about this, man. I love the conversations, but yeah, bro, let everybody know where to follow you and subscribe and TikTok and all that. Yeah, if you guys um, are interested in checking out what I have going on here at Dumb Dust Podcast, uh, check me out on Insta, LinkedIn, you know, for all the profesh uh, posts. 
they're the same posts, but uh, LinkedIn, TikTok, Insta, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, although I think that covers all of them. B O M J O S E P H P O D C A S T. If you guys have questions for me, send it into the hotline at 425-320-3641. So other than that, um, yeah, big shout out to you as well. Bro. I forgot you got a hotline too. Yeah. I'm trying, Damn. To, I'm trying to plug that. Trying to plug that up. <laughs> Yo. All right, man. Well, everybody go follow him. Keep up with him. Subscribe, rate, review his podcast. Hit that hotline. And um, everybody go check out Okie Podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, I'll follow me on Instagram at Okie Podcast at Russellus49. Russell Sun Eagle is my personal on Facebook. Okie Podcast is on Facebook as well. Check out the website okipodcast.com yeah so till next time everybody peace